This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Honey and by HelloFresh. Gobble, gobble, everyone. It's that special time of year. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. at least if you live here in the U.S., the only country that matters. Yeah. De- December is for Christmas, as we all know, and until Thanksgiving has come and gone, it is considered very improper and, dare I say, unpatriotic to even acknowledge Christmas, much less decorate you for need it. to shut the fuck up much less decorate for it like some kind of weirdo who can't even what read a calendar wouldn't you agree ricky no i think that you're completely wrong about this I, I i really think that you should be able to enjoy christmas a little bit longer than 30 days because it is very joyful uh very pretty and uh it gives me uh uh the uh the happiness boost that i need to make it through that final bit of the year. It's that it's that uh, that diarrhea that you take uh, during a marathon right at the very end. You're, you're right there at the end, and you finally just have to make it through. Well, I don't know why you needed to bring diarrhea into it, but look, some people are wrong about things sometimes. I already have my tree up. I, I'll be the first to admit it. Listen, accepting that other people are wrong is all just sort of part of the Thanksgiving spirit, which involves listening to other people's wrong opinions, usually those of your immediate and extended family members, but sometimes... Your coworkers as well. And you just accept it and you gather all around the same table and you eat the turkey. You know what? I don't care that it's uh, November 18th, 19th, whatever it is. I have these little mechanical people that are on an ice skating rink and it goes ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And I look at it and I clap and I'm having a great time. I got Home Alone on in the background. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Yeah. It's, uh, it's too early. It's not, though. It's never too Well, I, yes, some things are too early. Before Halloween, I would say it's too early, but... You know, afterwards, uh, sky's the limit. What you do in your until own you private st- domicile is up to you. Until you start dressing up like Santa Claus for Halloween. You're like, oh, well, uh, it's not Christmas. It's a Halloween costume. Funny you should say that. I almost bought uh, the Krampus costume from the movie Krampus this year. Yeah, that's, that's just, just a, your uh, special way of extending the Christmas season until it's year-round. And the food. Can we talk about the peppermints, the gingerbreads? Oh, it's, it's I love it all. I it, it belongs in December. It belongs in December. Listen, I don't have kids yet, so the only joy I have is setting up the Christmas decorations for myself and my own happiness, okay? Fine. Fine. Some of us like to live in fantasy worlds where we're happy because reality is terrible, okay? Fine. Some of us like to go to Disneyland to escape the reality that we're currently living in. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, the holiday that's this month, I accept uh, your worldview. You know, Disney already has the tree up. Of course they do. (laughs) Why wouldn't they monetize it? Well, regardless of uh, how you feel about that, and guess what? I don't care. I'm not going to read the comments. Thanksgiving is less than a week away, and for most Americans, that means eating an unhealthy amount of Thanksgiving food, from roast turkey to mashed potatoes to pie, just stuffing yourself up like a bear, getting ready for hibernation, or maybe, almost certainly, a little afternoon nap. Not a long one, just you got to... The body needs to reboot. And why shouldn't I? It's a holiday. It's a holiday. Uh, and, uh, you know, then once you're out of that uh, post-binge binge haze, uh, maybe you ditch your friends and family and you head on down to the local shopping center, ding, 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 to fight people for insane Black Friday deals. Yeah, and you've been carbo-loading all day, so you've got the energy. You did, and you've uh, slept it off. Yeah. Uh, not to bring up Krampus again, but probably one of the greatest intros to a Christmas movie ever. It's it's like a five-minute-long slow-motion fight scene on Black Friday. Oh, that's good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, while Black Friday does get all the attention, the day after Thanksgiving has a slightly different name in the plumbing community. Brown Friday. I knew I brought up diarrhea for a reason. And you can, obviously, you can take a 
Take a guess why it's called Brown Friday, but here's MLive.com to explain. Black Friday might get the hype, but there's a certain sector of the workforce prepping for something else. Brown Friday. The day after Thanksgiving is usually the busiest of the year for plumbing and drain service providers, according to Roto-Rooter, one of the largest plumbing repair and sewer and drain cleaning services in the U.S. There are several factors that contribute to the issue. Large gatherings, meal preparation and kitchen cleanup overload sinks and disposals while post-meal waste, that's poop, loads up toilets and sewers, creating lots of work for plumbers. Many Thanksgiving hosts also have overnight guests who take showers, baths, flush toilets, and might even do a laundry load or two. Quote, this extra strain on the plumbing system is like the proverbial last straw that breaks a camel's back, a news release reads. This has led companies like Roto-Rooter to dub the day Brown Friday due to the amount of sewage and wastewater that they deal with. Roto-Rooter, for example, typically sees a 50% increase in call volume over an average Friday and a 21% uptick in business over any other four-day weekend period. I just want to point out that Roto-Rooter is enjoying this business. No, they love it. They are simply uh, acknowledging it and uh, stepping out of the way. That's right. Yeah, Roto-Rooter, like, is that poop I smell? (laughs) (laughs) There's gold in them there, toilets. Yeah. (laughs) Do I smell sewage? Yeah. Um, So when they, you know, are doing this news release and these statements, it's uh, with a little wink and a nod saying, we're not trying to change anybody's Thanksgiving. We're not like those weirdos trying to trying to have a war on Christmas or anything. We, we encourage say, it. We say eat all you can fit. Yeah, fill those pipes. Fill those pipes. And, and then give us a call. And then, you know, use all the flushable wipes you want. Yeah. Which are not flushable and you shouldn't use them. You and when shouldn't. I see people that have them in their bathroom, I judge them. I say get a bidet. Yeah, my apartment is the downstairs apartment. And it hasn't happened in a while, thank God. But uh, in the first couple of years we lived there, uh, our sewage system flooded twice and it was horrific just just one of those things where you feel helpless yeah. and it was because someone upstairs in the same system was just flushing all sorts of non-flushables it says plumber recommended right here yeah well so, it's not actually you should call a plumber and ask if you're an upstairs they will say no if you're an upstairs or, person and you've been flushing these all the time and nothing's gone wrong well maybe talk to your neighbors the the plumber on there is recommending it because he gets to work on the pipes afterwards and it's a right. very expensive fix this is all just big plumber <laughs> Hey, hey, should I be flushing these non-flushable wipes? Do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. Yeah. Just keep me on speed dial. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, hope the turkey is uh, thawing. Yeah. You don't want to ruin your big Thanksgiving. I hope it's up. greasy and viscous. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it makes sense. One person taking a monster dump is something that the sewage system can handle. Millions of people all taking monster dumps at the same time. That's another thing entirely. And something that the pipes, they just weren't built for. So look. Be careful out there next week, folks. Nothing ruins a nice Thanksgiving weekend worse than having your house flooded with doo-doo. And nothing ruins Christmas like having your Christmas gift budget spent on stopping a doo-doo flood. But those plumbers, kids, oh, they're going to have all the power wheels and Nerf guns they can play with. Yeah. The the kid in your neighborhood whose dad works for Roto-Rooter, he got the PS5. Yeah. He's got an NFT. His dad didn't even know what it is. He got him an NFT. Yeah, it's a a spinning uh, banana peel. Yeah, I got him one of those apes. Yeah. It's an investment. There's literally, not the exact same thing, but there's a King of the Hill episode about how a shit extractor is literally living the dream life, making tons of money, and Bobby looks up to him. I think the voice actor is Johnny Knoxville who does it. (laughs) Uh, and Hank's like completely baffled by the idea that someone could be making so much money by cleaning, cleaning human excrement. Because they're truly essential. Yes, they are. Same thing with garbage men in most places earn a pretty good living to work like 
six hours a day. You do have to wake up real early and yeah. deal with a lot of nasty shit. shit. But if the if the trash stops working, and there have been trash strikes in the past, and it the world descends into chaos without garbage men. Um, I want to point out that I think that you don't uh, like going doing Christmas things. Is it's because you have a well-adjusted normal family. <laughs> And I believe the last time I remember ever seeing my family happy and normal was Christmas when right. I was a kid. That could be it. So there's probably, I, you know, I should talk to my therapist about this. <laughs> yeah, but maybe. just let me have fun, okay? All right, fine. When I walk into that aisle at Target, I get a little smile. Just don't forget that Thanksgiving comes first. Oh, I would, I would, sure. Do I skip planes, trains, and automobiles for a little bit of Elf? Maybe. But, oh. uh, you oh. know, I'll still watch it. You got a whole month to watch Elf. Well, why not make it two? Anyway, leave me, leave me alone, okay? Everyone, to you too. Just leave me alone. Thank you. All right, let's let's move on now, please. To our next story. Uh, some people consume high, huge high-calorie meals to feel good around the holidays. Uh, some people instead consume drugs to feel good. And we would obviously never recommend such a thing, Susan. But mm-hmm. here's a story about a way to get high that's Pretty strange, and is also the preferred mind-altering experience of former boxing champ Iron Mike Tyson. (laughs) And no, it's not weed, which Mike Tyson does smoke pretty much constantly, including on camera on his podcast, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. I don't know what that podcast is about. Who's to say? Uh, No, we're talking about Bufo Alvarius, a.k.a. the Sonoran Desert Toad. The Sonoran Desert Toad secretes venom containing hallucinogenic chemicals uh, very similar to DMT, which can be vaporized and inhaled. But again, not even joking this time. This stuff is literally venom and can literally kill you if taken improperly. So we are absolutely, we are the opposite of suggesting this. Uh, We are saying do not go to the Arizona wilderness and try to find some toads to lick. Also, it's illegal. Yeah. And in addition to the actual physical and legal dangers, it also sounds like the trip isn't one to be taken lightly. Here's the New York Post. Mike Tyson dropped dead from drugs. Sort of. I died during my first trip, the 55-year-old <laughs> He's gonna beat your ass. former world champion boxer told <laughs> the Post at Wonderland, a Miami conference dedicated to psychedelics, microdosing, and medicine. In my trips, I've seen that death is beautiful. Life and death both have to be beautiful, but death has a bad rap. The toad has taught me that I'm not going to be here forever. There's an expiration date. The toad is Bufo Alvarius, a Mexico amphibian, otherwise known as the Sonoran Desert Toad. It spends seven months of the year living underground, but when it's active, its venom can be smoked to produce a short, psychoactive trip. The venom has long been used in traditional healing rituals, but with the popularity of LSD and ayahuasca among the rich and famous, the toad is getting a lot more attention. Tyson discovered it four years ago. At the time, he was 100 pounds overweight, drinking and drugging. He was sluggish and unhappy. One of his friends suggested he try toad venom, and the athlete loved it. I did it as a dare, Tyson recalled. I was doing heavy drugs like cocaine, so why not? It's another dimension. Before I did the toad, I was a wreck. The toughest opponent I ever faced was myself. I had low self-esteem. People with big egos often have low self-esteem. We use our ego to subsidize that. The toad strips the ego. He's now tripped toad 53 times. Jesus. Sometimes three times in the same day. He said he lost 100 pounds in three months, started boxing again, and reconnected with his wife and children. It just works, folks. Look, the the proof is in the pudding. He did have that other fight, so obviously something's working. He looks great. I, I feel like he might be going a little bit overboard with it, but having said that, like that is kind of what psychedelics do. Everything that he's saying that is that got fixed in his life 
is pretty much the standard for anyone who uh, yeah. therapeutically indulges in psychedelics every so often. Yeah, but it's one thing like to do a little bit, a little bit of mushrooms here yeah. and there, which we're not recommending, obviously. Would never say that. But it's like it sounds like he he you know. I don't, I'm not sure if he ever did any of that stuff, because uh, if he didn't, it's fucking insane for him to jump straight into, like, fucking DMT that you wipe off of toads. Yeah, it's a big leap. So it's a hell of a leap, but yeah. this man was a world champion, so. Also, like, just the name alone, Bufo, I, I thought this was going up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You done the toad? Well, you haven't actually done the toad until you stick an entire toad up your ass. Do you think he's made the pigeons lick the toad? Oh, yeah, he does love his pigeons. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. Because this would definitely kill a pigeon. Yeah. I think it would be strong enough to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I mean look, I'm not doubting this at all. It's, it seems like the connection that one's brain would make uh, when induced with heavy psychedelics. Yeah. And if he's finding some positivity out of date. Good for him. He is going to beat your ass over that impression. He is. So, yeah, it seems like the kind of thing that can have a profound life-altering effect on people who use it. But there's also loads of stories of people who describe their experiences with the toad as extremely intense and not necessarily in a good way. This is, after all, toad venom. And despite there being toad venom shamans who tout its benefits, there's little evidence to suggest that it was ever an actual native sacrament like peyote or uh, ayahuasca. Um, Also... Uh, not uh, recommended by the CDC to treat COVID. So uh, no, <laughs> you should listen to your doctor. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> also, wildlife conservations are uh, concerned about uh, all the hype about toad venom in the past couple of years. What it means for the survival of the species. Um, you know, you look at something and you see that rich people are starting to get interested in it. And you say, well, there goes the end of that species. Yeah. Um, but hey, Mike Tyson seems to really love it. Um, and this is definitely something that scientists should research for its potential psychiatric uses, along with other psychoactive drugs that have been shown with research and um, playing it cool, not doing too much, to uh, actually be pretty beneficial. I get fucking ads for uh, ketamine on Instagram now. Well, yeah, and that's that's also like people are like, <laughs> oh, oh, the I don't even want to say the name of it, but the horse thing yeah. for COVID. Oh, and people are taking ketamine therapeutically, and it's like, well... If it's shown to do something, yeah. it's not shown to do anything for COVID. They've been researching all of these uh, psychoactives for years now, and uh, yeah, ketamine. I, ketamine's in a weird category of drugs. It's a it's a it's a rich it's person's a, uh, uh, like uh, yeah. gui- guided trip thing. Well, taken recreationally, it sort of just just melts you. You can't fucking do anything. But I guess if you do it in like the right doses, it's good for your mind. They're supposed to have like a you know a. Doctor, I don't even because yeah. I don't know too much about it. But you're supposed to have like a, a doctor is there administering it and is essentially a shaman in this yeah, like journey through it or whatever. Therapy. But it is literally it's psychoactive therapy for rich people because they're the ones who can afford to buy themselves into the trials. Yeah, it's like it's like four or five hundred dollars for like one test run with it. Or but something yeah, like that. the pitch with it is like that ends up being less money than what you would spend on SSRIs and constant therapy sure they're like oh yeah just one session with the the k-hole or you just go down to your local rave you try to buy one <laughs> drug and you get ketamine on accident it's 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 a common occurrence yeah whoops <laughs> so hold on i have to call my therapist actually don't do that at all anymore no. because everything's fenced everything is fentanyl. Yeah. yeah it's bad sorry guys mm-hmm. you had yeah, a good, you had yeah, a good there. <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> everything is fentanyl now and you will die we literally every, our generation kicked the ladder yeah yeah 
So uh, the only drugs you can trust are the ones that are on the skin of a toad in the the Navajo or down at <laughs> your local dispensary or in desert. Yeah, or that. That's yeah. why we should fucking legalize everything. But uh, yeah, don't go looking for toads to lick. Um, and if you do, what am I? I can't stop you. But, yeah, uh, I mean, if you meet Mike Tyson in Vegas and he wants to offer you a wild ride, who are you to say no? <laughs> the the meme of like the hand holding the joint out, but it's a hand holding a toad. Mike Tyson offers you the toad. Do you accept? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, hey, yeah, yeah, we got more toad news for you. Or rather, frog news. Toads and frogs are apparently different. I'm not quite sure how. They look the, the toads, same to me. The toads are big and fat, and they go... Yeah. And the frogs are more like a ribbit. Frogs are more agile. Yeah. And they're more wet. Yes. I think. Mm-hmm. In any case, the idea that popular culture is currently just rehashing a bunch of stuff from 15 years ago just got some very strong supporting evidence because Crazy Frog is coming back. Sorry. I, uh... Yeah, so if you're too young to remember Crazy Frog, you kind of just heard it. It's hard, it's pretty much impossible to explain exactly why this weird CGI cartoon frog, who was designed specifically to be extremely annoying, ended up being a chart-topping, platinum-selling musical artist. But I guess we'll try to explain. Crazy Frog was the Skrillex of its era. (laughs) It was noise to all the parents, but the kids, they had an ear for it. He was pre-Daft Punk. Yeah. He was really... Crazy Frog paved the way for a lot of great art, and he doesn't get his proper due. Yeah, it was, uh, you know... It was post-Sandstorm, it was pre-Daft Punk, it was just the perfect time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy Frog got me through a lot of uh, post-9-11 trauma. <laughs> Surprisingly, you're, you're not uh, joking too hard about that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, So look, back in the late 90s, a teenager in Sweden recorded himself trying to imitate the sound of a two-stroke motorbike engine and put it on the internet. Uh, for reference, I mean, I already did a perfect job, but here, <laughs> why not take a, a listen to the clip? Ding 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 And there wasn't a whole lot on uh, the internet that was spinning around back then. Yeah, so it was uh, a pretty boring place. Mm-hmm. This was the kind of thing they're like, hey, check this out. Wow! <laughs> it has sound. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, so yeah, this became a bit of a meme before memes were a thing. And it got recontextualized in a lot of different ways, including uh, what was called the insanity test on the website Albino Black Sheep. Holy shit! Yeah. That's a memory that, that I just unlocked. That website is still up. I'm sure it is. It's like yeah, E-Bombs World, yeah. Albino Black Sheep, Rotten.com. All of those websites would have had to like painstakingly convert all of their flash files into HTML5, but... Uh, I think most of them actually did it. Like, you're the man now, dog. I think, managed to archive everything. It's a labor of love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the idea was to try and see how long you could last listening to a sped-up version of that sound. And we're only going to show you a couple of seconds because it is truly one of the most annoying sounds in the world. Wow, that yeah, is fucking annoying. Anyway, around 2003, just as uh, George W. Bush was sending young men and women to fight and die in Iraq, it's called Operation Iraqi Freedom. Yeah. We're going to go liberate some Iraqis. And everyone clapped, and if you didn't like it, you got yelled at. Yes. Around that time, another Swede came across that sound effect and decided to spend two months. Remember, not a lot to do back then. Mm-hmm. They spent two months creating a video in which a CGI character 
that he created, who he called the annoying thing, made that sound with its mouth. Now, this inexplicably went super viral to the point that a European ringtone company licensed the rights to it and renamed it Crazy Frog, <laughs> even though the artist had no intention. He, it wasn't a frog to him. It was just a weird little creature. But now it became Crazy Frog. And for some reason, people wanted that sound to play on their cell phones every time someone called them. And, uh, oh, yeah, even if you do remember Crazy Frog, if you were around back then, you might, you might notice something you don't remember. Uh, this original version of Crazy Frog has a penis. Yes. And we will get to the penis in a second, but we've got more of the story to tell. Yeah, anyways, Crazy Frog was such a successful ringtone that the ringtone company decided to make Crazy Frog into a music star. And again, we're it was inexplicably successful at doing that. It, uh, it was that, you know, like where the Japanese pop star? Yeah. Predated. Predated yeah. that. Um, Crazy Frog even went on tour, I think, in Australia. Like there was Where they a, just set up a, a CRT that, TV? It was just like a guy in a suit, I mm -hmm. think. I, yeah. I mean, we all remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of our shell tour. Yeah. Where they all said they were gay. That's right. These colors don't just represent the weapons that we use. They represent who we are. All the parents in the crowd. <laughs> no! They pulled out their big turtle dicks, <laughs> and he played it. He called it the one-string slap yeah, bass. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles being turtles, their penises are like 50% <laughs> their body size. The yeah. ratio is insane. Yeah. And they fan out. Real gross. That's why you, you, everyone wonders why we are the way we are, us millennials, but yep. that's why. Uh, anyways, Crazy Frog is mainly remembered for Axel F, which was just a dance remix of the Axel F song from Beverly Hills Cop, being Axel Foley, the yeah. character, but with Crazy Frog on vocals, just making annoying yeah, noises. People fucking love this thing. Yeah, because at the time, it was the perfect amount of time had passed from the original release of the movie and mm -hmm. its sequels for people to be extremely nostalgic about it. They're like, remember that banger that yeah. came and went? It, it is was a banger. Just, it's a great song. It is. But now there's a CGI frog with a penis. Yeah. Just uh, pretending, riding an invisible bike and uh, getting into all sorts of hijinks. And it was harmless. It was parents could look at it and be like, look, I like the frog too. Yeah. Right? We all love the frog. Yeah. I, I even said it as my ringtone. Oh, someone's calling you. Bang, ding, 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 I'm just going to let it play for a second. I love that frog. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yes, this is me, man taking actual phone call. You interrupted my snake game, but I love the ringtone. Anyways, can you call me after nine when I have more minutes available? <laughs> Bye. But, uh, yeah, so Crazy Frog Axel F reached number one in several European countries, as well as number 50 on the Billboard Hot 100. It went platinum so many times. Crazy Frog has platinum records covering his office. It was the early 2000s ABBA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Crazy Frog, and you might not remember this, Crazy Frog had three whole albums come out between 2005 and 2009, entirely comprised of existing popular songs from many eras, but all with uh, Crazy Frog on vocals instead of the original artists. Uh, this was a thing that people purchased and put in their CD players. They're like, you know, I love that song, but you know what I, I'd love even more is hearing Crazy Frog do that song. It needs a little more bring da ding 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 Yeah, uh, they've just now been able to sort of perfect, like, movies that show off the 90s in a way that is nostalgic and accurate. Yeah. And the, the early 2000s, it would have to be, like, a hot pink convertible shitty-looking Mustang with uh, girls driving by just blasting Crazy Frog. Yeah. It was a weird time. Like, I forget. You look at, like, red carpet fashion from around that time. It's it's madness. What were people doing? Yeah. It was 
it was such a weird time. And it, it, yeah, it still hasn't, like the show Pen15, I think is the closest to yeah, really, yeah, 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 like yeah. showing what it was like at the time. But even that show doesn't get too much into like the culture well, of it. Well, the, the adult fashion, like the 18 to like 25, that was the weird shit. Because yeah. like, I just always wore jeans and a t-shirt. Like I see a picture of me from... 2004 and it's like I'm literally dressed exactly yeah. the same except I have a fucking bowl cut basically maybe the jeans are a little uh, roomier I don't even know about that I wore pretty skinny jeans I was into oh, fucking screamo yeah, so. that's right back, yeah, in the, I was wearing dickies back then in the early 2000s you either had the biggest jeans ever or the jeans that were jeans. constricting no, your no we all vessels. wore rolled up dickies yeah and band shirts yeah. anyways eventually the crazy frog hype died down. People got a little tired of the crazy frog. Though we have no idea why it took so long. It took several years. And also, hold on, wait. Oh yeah, back to crazy frog's penis. His little dangling dick. So yeah, the original crazy frog had a penis, and that penis was originally featured in the Axel F music video, which was also broadcast as a TV ad to sell ringtones. But in the UK and the US, the version featuring the penis was banned by our puritanical censors while over in Europe, they still got full uncensored Crazy Frog. I like to imagine that at some point, Crazy Frog was going to play the Super Bowl, but they wouldn't allow him to because of his penis. Put that thing away. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's who I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, it still doesn't explain why Crazy Frog had a penis to begin with. I, I guess the other side of that question would be why every other pantsless cartoon character doesn't have a penis. Where's Porky Pig's penis? Um, Did they, Porky Pig's dad have a penis? Because where'd Porky Pig come from? They did finally give Bart Simpson a penis in the Simpsons movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Anyways, like we said, Crazy Frog is finally coming back for some reason. There was a point to this <laughs> meandering <laughs> walk down nostalgia lane. Yeah. Crazy Frog is coming back. Crazy Frog is back. Your kids are going to love it. The folks behind Crazy Frog announced that there is some sort of comeback plan for December 10th that will be broadcast on YouTube, which reads like a warning, a threat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the suspense is obviously agonizing. There, there's just so many songs from the past 13 years that Crazy Frog could butcher. But why? Also, hmm, hold on. Didn't Crazy Frog fucking kill himself? Oh, yeah. I seem to remember something about that. Actually, never mind. That was apparently just one of the people with access to Crazy Frog's Twitter account, did a little tweeting. Uh, they did some posts that uh, were not approved in advance. Oof. They were like, I'm tired of running this frog's account. I need to do something. But look, Crazy Frog did not kill himself. He is alive and well, and they apologize for the tweet. Uh, he's about to make his comeback. Here's the BBC. The decision to release new music follows an increase in interest on YouTube, according to Wolfgang Boss, president of A&R for Sony Music, who has produced and owns all of Crazy Frog's music through his Mach 1 record label. The Axel F video, first uploaded in 2009, now has 3.1 billion views and is the 19th most popular video in YouTube's history. The original single, based on the Crazy Frog ringtone, topped charts around the world in 2005, including in the UK, where it held the top spot for four weeks. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Say what you want about the US. Jesus, look in the mirror, Brits. In an age where the ringtone is completely dead, Boss hopes the new track and video will eventually find a new generation of fans on TikTok, where much of today's viral music content is created. Quote, when we started Crazy Frog, there was no TikTok. It didn't exist, Boss said. But right now, TikTok is super important. It's basically the number one platform for people to share new music and funny things connected with music. I don't even want to look up what Wolfgang Boss looks like. It, it, it really is one of two things. 
But I love that he is the head of this gigantic music label, A and R. He's got a little side hustle and owns the entirety <laughs> of Crazy Frog. He's probably got a room in his giant Hollywood Hills mansion, oh, he's dedicated to Crazy Frog. Platinum records on yeah, the wall. Those records got to be somewhere, and, and his fucking dick's probably on it too. Yeah, Crazy Frog's standing there. Not a lot of people know this, but he has a Crazy Frog's got a penis. Mm-hmm. So look, if hearing uh, into the thick of it and oh no, 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 constantly thanks to TikTok was already driving you insane, sounds like uh, shit's gonna get a lot worse. At least if Crazy Frog has his way or if people actually do adopt it. Mm-hmm. Usually these ham-fisted attempts die pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so get ready for that, but um, let's talk about the penis a little bit more. <laughs> Can we talk about the penis? Uh, here's the BBC again. The original Axel F Crazy Frog video caused controversy by featuring the creature's genitals prompting an initial ban in the U.S. and complaints to the Advertising Standards Authority from parents in the U.K. until an edit was made. This time, Boss said, the new video will have the crazy frog like he was originally meant, with a penis. But we will have to do a censored (laughs) version again because the U.S. media will not show the original version. We are keeping that frog's penis. America, you're still not ready, but crazy frog has a penis. And I'm not going to act like he doesn't. I'm tired of pretending Crazy Frog doesn't have a penis. I love that the parents in the UK were like, okay, listen, we love it. We love the frog. We love the song. I was loving the frog. I got all the albums. I don't know why you had to put a penis on him. Like, Just like me looking at a picture of Wolfgang Boss, the people of the UK seeing a picture of Crazy Frog ruined it for everything. Yeah. You look at it. Oh, you've got crazy eyes. Oh, he's doing... Is, is that a, a penis? Is that a little penis? It, it is a small penis. CGI, yeah. And he's proud of that small penis. He is. That's a uh, crazy frog... Uh, Kind of, he's uh, keeping it real. He's, he's, asp- he's a short king. He's an aspirational character. <laughs> he's uh, a he, short king. He's hanging barely any dong, and he doesn't care what anyone thinks about it. Hundred percent muscle, though. Yeah, like most short kings. Yeah, yeah. Short so, king, crazy frog. But the, when Elliot messaged me about two things, Elliot sent me the crazy frog Twitter account, and literally the first thing I said was. The frog has a penis. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, yeah, I know. We're talking about it. There's a story behind that penis. And I, w- I said, what? Are they making NFTs? And Elliot's like, no, but they probably will. Yeah, that hadn't even occurred to me. But yeah, Wolfgang Boss, he's probably got some NFT. That's probably phase two of the comeback. Yeah. Is uh, get get it popular on TikTok and then uh, sell your different variations on Crazy Frog, you know. He's got different hats and different penis sizes. And uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. I'm sure it's coming. I just want to point out. be a fool not to. In my mind, Wolfgang Boss either looks like the uh, boss from the show Dinosaurs mixed with Lemmy from Motorhead smoking a cigar, or looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman's son in Licorice Pizza. It's only one of two ways. Yeah. Or you could, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess you'll see in the video. The picture of Wolfgang Boss is on screen right now. I never want to see it. But currently, when we're filming it, we have no idea what Wolfgang Boss looks like. I don't want to know. So, I want to live yeah. forever in my dreams. So yeah, get ready for Crazy Frog. Bring the ding, ding, ding. He's coming back. Uh, are you excited? Because I know that I am. But speaking of... It's no- going to be a Christmas song because this is December. He already has made uh, several... He, there's a, a Crazy Frog version of Last Christmas. <laughs> bring, bing, ding, He's going to do ding, the Mariah Carey's... Uh, yeah. Bring, bing, ding, 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 ding. Bring, bing. Well, Terrible. I know what Elliot's getting me for Christmas. Crazy Frog on vinyl. Crazy Frog <laughs> sings the hit. It's blue and green vinyl. 180-gram blue vinyl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This Audiophile is, version. This is the rare international version that has the penis. <laughs> a, the American one has a sticker over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, speaking of annoying ringtone ads, 
let's let's do some non-annoying regular good ads yeah, yeah. for our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode is sponsored by Honey. We all shop online. We've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site, and if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Elliot was just searching for a record uh, online for me, and uh, he found a discount code by wow. clicking the little yeah. uh, Honey Honey thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, came with a free uh, 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 record player uh, mat. It's always surprising what uh, what the deals you can find with Honey. Mm-hmm. And you, it's always nice to save money. You got some free stickers. Yeah. yeah. Honey has found its over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. We would never recommend something we don't use, so get Honey for free at joinhoney.com weird. That is joinhoney.com weird. This episode is also sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That is why it's America's number one meal kit. The holidays can be hectic, but HelloFresh helps keep things simple with recipes and ingredients that cut out grocery shopping and limit meal prep time so you can spend more of the festive season with friends and family. And as fall transitions into winter, there's nothing better than cozying up with a comforting home-cooked meal. Recipes like chicken ramen in shoyu-style broth and turkey ragu gnocchi make it a no-brainer to skip on paying for takeout. Two quick and delicious recipes coming up next week that we're really looking forward to is the uh, chicken sausage and spinach ricotta ravioli and the pork bulgogi bowls. Uh, just tonight I had, uh, it was like crunchy mac and cheese with jalapeno and bacon. Mm. Great. Um, but both of those previous meals, they're cooked and ready to eat in just 20 minutes. And I love getting those meals. Yeah. So start having fun in the kitchen like we are by going to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird14 and using the code WeeklyWeird14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that is up to 14 free meals and three free gifts by going to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird14 and using code WeeklyWeird14. All right, now for the headlines half of the show. Starting with a little more poop news, DoorDash driver defecates in customer's residential lobby after dropping off order. Yeah, this is a, uh, a, I mean, we've talked about this with uh, pretty much every kind of delivery. Or they don't have breaks. And can't, uh, in America, hi Europeans and everywhere else, in America, you can't poop or pee anywhere. You can't. There's no. Maybe a gas station, but even <laughs> then, they're, a lot of times they're weird about it. And a lot of times they, they don't. Won't, they won't. And they'll just be like, nah, it's closed. Yeah. Uh, a lot of businesses, you have to go put in a code, and a lot of times they won't give it to you unless you're buying something. Uh, and really, the only public, even in like big cities, it's like public parks. And um, if you've been to one of those, you know that it's not really taken care of. No. So this is a this is actually a, a huge fucking problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This happens a lot. What What was noteworthy about this one is that this woman went into the lobby of this building. And this was in Brentwood, which is a, a very nice neighborhood. So she goes in the lobby to Before drop OJ off. killed his wife. Yeah, to drop off the food and uh, kind of like backs up into a trash can and just sort of like lifts her, her dress and like just drops it on, Look, on the, the trash can. Well, it was one of those trash cans with a big lid and a smaller hole in the middle. Yeah. So it was just, she shit on the lid. and uh, Better than the floor. Yeah, she, uh, she gave it a shot. 
uh, I don't know why, like now she's out of a job. The, the woman who got the food, she's the one, she's some verified person and uh, was posting these, these screen grabs from the security footage all over Twitter, getting this woman fired. I'm like, what are you doing? Lady, you didn't, by the way. You're not the one that had to clean up this shit. You didn't see anything. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. You didn't see shit. Be cool. Literally. Yeah, it's uh Meanwhile, some fucking runner gets a pass because they got the runner's gut. Yeah. And they poop all over someone's wall. They don't even aim for a trash can. Sometimes you just gotta go. It's uh it's not fun. I don't uh, was this malicious? Did it seem at all malicious? No. It sounds I I mean, I have no idea. Maybe it was, but uh, I I I I would assume that this woman just really had to take a shit and uh Tried to do so in a very as discreet a way as possible while trying to meet her fucking like quotas. We've all had emergencies, yeah. and uh, it gets to the point where uh, you might take a little risk and just go in public if you have to. So, yeah. no one's ever proud of it except for the few that are. Those sickos. Yeah. <laughs> those, uh, those runners, they're proud of it. Yeah, they love it. And there's always someone in the window watching, saying, yeah. "Ha ha, sickos." Yeah, sickos. <laughs> Oh, moving on. Deer smashes through I smash Syracuse rage room window. Yeah, I've never been to one of these. They sound like a lot of fun. They're... You never went to the smash parties? No. At Titmouse? Oh, I did go to that, but I didn't get to actually oh, okay. break anything. But yeah, you pay an entry fee or whatever at these smash places, and they let you just take a sledgehammer or whatever. And this is great marketing for them. Break a bunch of stuff. But yeah, they. Uh, I guess a, a local deer wanted in on the fun. Like I, You guys shouldn't be the only ones to get to smash. This deer... Uh, Smashed through the window mm-hmm. and and very severely injured itself. It's yes. uh, it bleeding everywhere. But uh, yeah, the deer wanted to smash, yeah. and it got what it wanted. But very very therapeutic. The yeah, yeah. Mike Tyson should try it. Mike Tyson should. I just uh, smashed faces. I'm taking DMT and, and smashing televisions. Yeah. Cow escapes ranch, heads to resort, gets stuck on a water slide. Wow! <laughs> what a story. <laughs> Well, how did they uh, unst- unstick it? Did it? Was it like the Simpsons when they had to cut it out, cut Homer out, and they lifted him off with like a giant... Uh... I don't know how they got it down. So it went, the water slide wasn't active when the cow oh, went you don't on say. it. Uh, but it didn't have water going on. It was a dry water slide. Mm-hmm. And the cow got just like sort of... It, I don't know how it got to the top of the water slide, but it went down about halfway and it was not having a good time. And then it just stopped. It, it just parked itself. So I'm thinking maybe they just turned the water on and let it slide back down. Maybe that's how they got it. But then it would be in the pool. Can cows swim? I think that they, well, all those pools at a water park would be shallow enough for a cow to stand up in. That's true. So that's probably how they did it. Anyway, the cow was... They poked it with a broom. Yeah. The cow uh, escaped slaughter. And now the rancher is just like, well, I can't kill this cow. This cow's got heart. Yeah. When cows do things like this, they give them a pass. They do. It's nice to see. But then you really feel bad for all the other cows. Well, they, uh, the other cows didn't put up a fight. This cow... Really wanted to live, and it earned its freedom. Do they give it a pair of sunglasses? And either, either suit? way, either way, life or death, the cow becomes a slider, like a a slider, or like a water slide, <coughs> slider, beef slider. Yep. Tourists break into Rome's Colosseum to drink beer. This is fucking awesome. This is like a dream of mine. Yeah. I, I've been to the Colosseum. I think once or twice. It's the coolest. Uh, old, it's very cool. Old Rome is so fucking cool. You're standing there, and you're like, this shit is all just insanely old, and it's still here. It's not doing so great, but it's still here. And uh, 
you go in the Coliseum and you, there's, there's like a path that you got to go on. You can't you can't go up into the stands. I want to I want to see it from above, but they're like, oh, it's, it's two thousand years old. You'll break. <laughs> Stop walking. Uh, so yeah, a couple American tourists just hopped the fence and had some beers at the top of the Coliseum. Probably had a great time. They got arrested and they got they got fined uh, nine hundred dollars each. And I'm like, you know what? Worth it. Yeah. Probably awesome. And it's way cooler. That's than, the price of two ketamine treatments. Yeah, having having a beer at the top of the Coliseum for nine hundred dollars. That's uh, uh, it's also way less fucked up than the people who go in there and just like carve their initials in the wall. Yeah, that's or some stupid. Shit. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah, very cool. Also, uh, the uh, that place next to it, the Pantheon, or the uh, it's mostly just rubble now. Oh, the Hippodrome, something like that, or the that's all very fascinating too. Oh, I know the area you're talking about. It's uh. Not Circus Maximus. Uh, Anyways, go to Rome. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's uh, it's fucking wild. You can go to the place where Julius Caesar died and there's a bunch of cats everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cats killed him. They did. That's what the historians don't want you to know. Exactly. It's they a big conspiracy. Up, they made up a story to sell tickets to the Elizabeth Taylor movie, but the cats did it. Mm-hmm. And they'll do it to you. Don't try sneaking in there at night. Cats will get you. Cats will get you. Range Rover hired Wyclef Jean to play a corporate event, and he accidentally dropped the CEO on his head. That's what you get. He's a wild card. Yeah, that's what we pay for. Yeah. <laughs> the CEO, I don't know how old he is, but he looked pretty fucking old. I don't know what the situation was where he was on Wyclef Jean's shoulders, and Wyclef was, like, dancing around with this, like, old man. Like, the guy wasn't even, he was limp. Like, if you're on, if you're on someone's shoulders, like, you want to sit up straight, and this old man just... And so Wyclef, it's not Wyclef's fault. Wyclef did nothing wrong. He, he eventually, he tried to put the old man down, very slowly, bent his knees, gave the guy room to hop off. And the old guy, because he's old and just completely limp, just goes, bonk, <laughs> just smashes his face into the ground. Don't touch old people. Yeah. They don't want to be touched, and they're very fragile. They are. Mm-hmm. But I guess he's fine. I don't know. They're like babies. Would you let Wyclef run around with your baby on his shoulders? No, I wouldn't. And a baby would just bounce right off the ground. Yeah. No problem. Babies are like basketballs. Yeah. You can throw them. <laughs> we wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. You can bounce them. Susan, we're, we are joking. We are joking about that. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly's Brooklyn cellmate pens comic book featuring the two men doing yoga. Mm. So R. Kelly, in case you weren't paying attention, R. Kelly is uh, going away for a very long time for some very fucked up crimes involving uh, sex trafficking and, and uh, child exploitation and, and all sorts of other shit like that. I guess he was in jail with this other dude who's about to be sentenced for some... Uh, he wasn't at the Capitol for the insurrection, but like a week later, he made a bunch of threats hmm. to like AOC and stuff, <laughs> uh, violent threats, and was uh, very quickly caught and found to be racist, conservative, uh, conspiracy theory type person. So they get put in the same cell. It's a real odd couple situation. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly, obviously known for his music. This other guy, never even heard of R. Kelly, more into like uh, death metal. Mm-hmm. So uh, right off the bat. Have you heard of Burzum, Mr. Kelly? <laughs> yeah, I think you'd like him. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's trying to get his sentencing reduced. So he drew uh, his own comic book in prison, mm-hmm. like the adventures of him and R. Kelly, so that his lawyers can show the judge and be like, look, he's... He's learned so much in prison. Him and R. Kelly did yoga together. They're just two uh, entertainers. They just, just want to entertain. Just two cool guys. So please don't send my client to jail for. Forever. I don't know if it's going to pan out the way that he thinks it will. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
My guess. client is clearly insane. My, yeah, my, he is humanizing a my, monster. My client's clearly a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Please let him he go. He thinks a comic book is going to get him out of this. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make the judge a comic book about how you and Gar Kelly are best friends sure. doing yoga. Yeah, that'll really play really well. This guy's an idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> He's very creative, though. Just put him in a room, give him some crayons. Yeah. Uh, you know. You can call it jail. We'll call it an artist retreat. Yeah. So, there you go. Parents protesting critical race theory identify another target, mental health programs. And this, this is a long article attached to this. I, I, I didn't want to actually include it as a story in this episode because it's mostly just upsetting yeah. and messed up. But uh, yeah, all the, all the fucking psychos that were going to like school board meetings protesting critical race theory, which fucking schools don't actually teach in this country, are now, they moved on to uh, thinking that High schools and elementary schools, and middle schools having like mental health programs so that kids like don't fucking kill themselves is actually causing mental health problems and causing kids to kill themselves. Like going to a cancer screening was is uh, the number one indicator of getting cancer. Yeah, I mean it's the same logic. They're like if we teach kids about racism, uh, that's how you make racism. The best way to stop racism is to pretend it doesn't exist. Why are you teaching? Uh, no one was racist until Obama started but talking the, about the racism. The critical race theory thing is like, it's it extends to anything that is, not to use the same word, critical of like America being yeah. the best and brightest and having no blemishes whatsoever. Yeah. So like teaching any of the um, questionable or downright evil things that uh, have has been done in the name of this country is lumped into this right now. Yeah. But that makes so much, it makes no sense, but it makes so much more sense than parents being like, fuck you for teaching my kid about mental health. My kid should be learning about mental health from his parents and no one else. And it's like- well, I got mental health. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's stamped on the belt I keep at home. Yeah, Psalms. No, yeah, I was reading a bunch of articles recently about uh, conservative Christian corporal punishment and it's uh, it's all fucked up. There's probably a reason why your kids uh, need to talk. And also, we've had counselors in schools forever who this is like, ha- half their job is like helping kids with mental health issues. It's not a new thing. I don't know. In my high so, school, the counselor was there to tell you if you were going to go to college or should just give up. Yeah, we, we had college entrance counselors and then we had like an actual, like... Yeah, but you're from California. Yeah. Well, I went to a Catholic school, but even then we had a we, we had a guy that they if the teacher started getting like oh you hearing voices getting like Columbine vibes from anyone they'd yeah. uh, send them to go to go talk to the nice man and just you know make sure the voices you're hearing are a result here. of over masturbation yeah you need to stop eat more uh, cornflakes mm-hmm. so uh, yeah that's the next thing uh, critical race theory we are now moving on critical to, health mental to health theory protesting mental health programs. Stop putting ideas in my kid's head, like how suicide is bad and, uh, you know, you need to take care of your mental health. Stop doing that. That's my job. My job is to terrorize my kid's mental health. Your job is not to fix that. Don't don't worry, Mr. Principal. I'll deal with him. Yeah. I would be terrified. You imagine how terrifying that would be to be a principal and just, like, dealing with parents that are, like, clearly bad people yeah. just based on how they act at like PTA meetings and shit or just like look I feel terrible that you have to go home to that like I, that's gotta be a fucking I think big it, weight on a lot of teachers and principals shoulders I, I'm certain that it is it's, yeah uh, cause I mean they have 
Teachers have some, I mean, they, they can step in when things are like especially Criminal. bad. Yeah, yeah, like criminally bad. But yeah, there's a lot of cases where they're just like, sorry, kid, you're stuck with these people for the next couple of years. We don't pay <laughs> teachers I enough. Can do. Yeah, we really and there's don't. so many reasons that we don't. Yeah. Um, and that's just one of them. There's a lot more. Anyway, final headline. Police report filed after Brass Against Singer urinates on fans. She did it again? No. Oh, okay. But uh, that would be funny. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you guys liked that? Well, I got more pissed where that came but from. But it's just like a guar thing now. <laughs> they just have like it pumped in. Yeah. <laughs> That's not real piss. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> oh, I no, know. No, 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 no. This is that. You bought this uh, for uh, like one, a- of those, <laughs> one of those drug tests. That's Dasani. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently someone at the show was so offended by this lady pissing on that man's face. Some busybody. Some busybody went straight to the police and filed a police report. And now this lady might, she might, at the very least, she might have to go to court. She might get locked up. There's no be. way you can prove that was piss. Yeah, I mean, that, that would the be The evidence is gone. If it was piss, why did that man enjoy it so much? If it was piss... Why was there seemingly an endless supply of it? <laughs> yeah, why was there so much of it? <laughs> Make sure you get a male judge, because he will not believe it. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no nah, way. Nah, 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 nah. You're wrong. Look at this video. This woman is She's clearly, fire hosing. Clearly squeezing a water balloon. Liters and liters of liquid. Yeah. And the man is smiling. He's having a great time. He's having a great time. Does any of this make sense in the context of urine? I would like to call a witness the man who got peed on. Sir, did you have, did you or did you not have the, quote, time of your life? That's right, Your Honor. And then he spits all over the (laughs) jury again. Let her go. Yeah, let her go. Come on. I'm sure she's, like, embarrassed about it, so just. It was a moment in all of our lives that everyone loved. It was great. It was one of the good things this year. You just don't see things like that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome. (laughs) It was great. It didn't hurt me. Yeah, we all enjoyed it. I was more amazed than than anything. (laughs) Put her on America's Got Talent. Yeah. That was amazing. She can sing and she can hold a lot of water. Howie Mandel is going to lose his mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Get the wet wipes. <laughs> and then flush them all down the toilet. <laughs> I don't care. We have to shut down production. There's a huge sewage backup. Ugh. Anyways, uh, we're heading out for the weekend, and we'll see you next week during Thanksgiving. But, uh, well, you'll be busy. Yeah. But if you're not, stick around and watch our videos next week. If you haven't already seen our videos from earlier in the week, check out the Crypto Arena. And also, God damn it. And Quentin Tarantino getting sued over his NFTs. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, our tech news leader, Bobby Kotick, is uh, a real bad person who gets paid way too much money. And I didn't include this in the episode. Apparently, he's on the Epstein flight logs. Which, why why which not? Which adds up sure. completely. The CEO of Activision was on Little St. James partying with Jeffrey Epstein. Completely checks out with everything else we know. Watch both of those videos over there. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a like and a comment, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.